Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders, is basically what it is. One of the initiation rites of the Skull and Bones is to screw one man, screwing the other one. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal sex, okay? John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud? That's right. I am saying that. And because John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, 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 what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Anyway, welcome to uh, RenegadeTalk.fm in Maui. My name is Rich, along with Marla. And guess who's back? They're You're back. listening to extraterrestrial contact. Our friends. The to the cosmos. Our friends. Back. Dr. Sasha and Janet are here, Renegade Nation. Live. Aloha. The portal to the cosmos. Aloha. To talk about polyamory. Extraterrestrial contact. Polyamory and all the good things that happen out of that, plus uh, the extraterrestrials and, of course, the London Olympics. You're listening to extraterrestrial contact. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. The portal to the cosmos. And I did promise all of you, Renegade Nation, that they would be back on this Thursday, and they are here, live and in person. What are you doing? Don't touch my wires, please. Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> like a dog. Sit down. Behave yourself. Dr. Sasha, hi. Aloha. And hello. Aloha to you there, Janet, honey. Aloha. We're back. We had a great time. I bet you did. You look like a big smile on your face. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, look at that. your cheeks are rosy. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, you need to go on more polyamorous uh, adventures. I, I do. I, yeah, I know. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Renegade Nation, um, uh, Dr. Sasha and Janet are going to explain to you about their adventures this past week in California at their polyamory convention. So, uh, Dr. Sasha? Okay, Take first you have to understand that poly means many and amory means love and that the natural state of all human beings is loving oneness. And given the fact that we love everybody, we can very, be very selective in how we involve ourselves. My studies of ancient Sumerians have led me to show almost without a doubt that... Uh, we have been structured into a competitive and hierarchical, greedy um, way of looking at things that takes away our choice as human beings. And polyamory is at the personal level, the exercise of choice, who you relate to, who you share love with, who you share sexuality, and what degree of sexuality with, and that you can make choices that are based on your life at any given time and it changes in different stages of your life, uh, and you can do it in an ethical, considerate way that causes no harm. Janet, talk a little about our conference and how it worked. <laughs> yeah, tell us more because Dr. Sasha, if I went to this polyamory convention, how would I know yeah, that somebody yeah. loves me? What would I expect? Yeah, what, what would I expect if I went? <laughs> well, first of all, it, there's a lot of um, workshops on the protocol and dating, on safe sex, on. Uh, negotiating agreements and... Uh, Nego- whoa, whoa, negotiating an agreement for what? 
Yes, yeah, well, so we don't know anything. So there's so no, the audience doesn't yeah. know anything. I know right. everything about polyamorous because well, I am one. So right. Right. ninety of us gathered at Harbin Hot Springs, a beautiful place in Northern California, where there was uh, we have our own private area. Uh, it's a nude place, so we wore no clothes, and there were hot tubs all around. And sexual relating is honest and open. Nothing's hidden. We discuss things, and we make it safe for people to explore getting to know each other. The idea of polyamory is that you make lifelong friends, not that you just have sexual encounters. So in polyamory, you learn to relate to persons, and we have all these workshops on how to do it on the level of their vulnerability. So in the workshops, do they come nude? Uh, yes. Okay, so everything's nude then. Right, okay. and so we want... Well, it's we, we, optional. We oh, learn how to optional. support one another's uh, vulnerability or inner child to make sure that everyone is sexually satisfied. We teach men how to hold their seed until the woman says release. We teach women how to have ejaculatory orgasms and how to... Well, that's what uh, Renegade Nation wants to know, how to give a female the ejaculatory uh, orgasms that they desperately want. Yeah, so it's very important to not rush things, to take time to set up a beautiful environment. In polyamory, let's say that one woman is playing sentient in the center and, and, and all <laughs> Which, the... Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means she chooses to lie down in the middle and have the people that uh, care about her uh, pleasure her and help her explore her emotions and her sexuality. And so she tells each person what she would like them to do with her. So she gives orders then? She gives, uh, uh, no, it's not Requests. Order. Requests, yes. They can either okay, say yes request. or no. You know, for example, if she... So may know, I kiss you? May I touch your breast? May yes, I eat your pussy? Exactly. May I whatever? Right. So somebody okay. says, I'd like to probe your uh, base chakra with my thumb. Would you like that? She could say, no, my I think base I'll chakra? pass on that. Yeah. What's the base chakra? The, your anal... Oh, the anal probe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you see, I just want to get more... is that, that whatever happens... The people ask before they touch, and she has time to consider whether she wants it. And if she requests something of them, they can uh, uh, decline or offer something in that So direction. it's really up to the individual. It's yeah. not up to the other partner. Yeah, like. but, so the whole idea is not just a, a sharing of a sexual experience, but we use the, uh, the massage uh, followed by an opening of each of her energy centers, and we make a big point of letting her inner child, her vulnerability, her sexuality, her okay, empowerment, so, okay, her so, love. So, Sasha, Dr. Well, Sasha, is this more like an orgy? or is No, it it's separate absolutely rooms? not. This is a structured, uh, oh, structured environment, the ritual mm -hmm. of love for people that are lovers and that are sharing um, their uh, sacred oneness. Okay, so this can be bisexual, this oh, sure. from male to female to, to, yeah, in, to whatever goes. In, 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 in polyamory, we're relating soul to soul, and the particular bodies and the age of those bodies are so secondary compared to the synergy of people sharing love. Matter of fact, it's greatly enriched if you have a range of, uh, of persons in ways you can relate. But I'm just, uh, to, but for the sake Sasha? of presenting this, I'm just starting with a woman in the center first. Okay, so Marla yeah. has a question. Yeah, has a question. Are, now, do you open the woman's chakras, or you know, do other people know how to do this? How how does this happen? Uh, no, no, I demonstrate with Janet, and okay. uh, and uh, who's who's my mate, and then people are free to uh, engage to whatever degree they want to, uh, and we supervise them to whatever degree they they want to. But uh, we we demonstrate with Janet in the middle, and mm -hmm. we show exactly what we do, and then we actually. Uh, use our mouth and our fingers to explore every centimeter of the inside of the woman's vagina to see where it feels good and where there's no feeling or uncomfortability. And where there's uncomfortability, we say, 
free associate, sweetheart. Say whatever comes to your mind. Okay, but Dr. Sasha, is this the, they're giving instructions uh, the night before to make sure that their pussies are all clean and they're, they're ready to oh, go? Yeah, because they, you know yeah. this is going to happen. <laughs> we, I mean, I, I would Only wanna, you, Rich. No, no, but I no, I would want to make sure that that pussy that I'm eyeing and she's eyeing me, that I want to make sure that it's clean. So uh, we let me we pass out a program in advance that tells people, like, and they, they don't have to come to this. There's several different simultaneous workshops. They know exactly what we're going to be doing. and, and uh, so in other We words, never ask people to do things uh, and, okay. you know, unless well, they let consider me ask, it. Let me ask a question for the audience. So in other words, if my mate and I go, she can split off and go to one instructional uh, area and I can go to another instruction. That's area. right. But the way we do polyamory mm -hmm. is that she she uh, it would not in, do anything beyond your relationship agreement. Oh. And, and, uh, so there's an agreement in place before you start if to. If you have a primary, we so, we very strongly suggest and help you work out just what you are agreeing to mm -hmm. in terms of uh, whether instead uh, of hurting somebody. Uh, yes, right. the basic principle is called ahimsa or harmlessness. There's candor, telling the truth, and ahimsa, do no harm. So before we relate essentially to anybody, we ask those involved with that person how they feel about it, and we don't do anything that would cause people distress. Okay, I have a question. What is the average age of a uh, that you had at your conference oh, in California? It was a huge range. Yeah, this year we had a lot of younger people. We for a long time was getting older and older, and we were going, "What's going on?" But this year we have a new television show mm -hmm. in our group that just premiered called Polyamory: Married and Dating on Showtime. It's on Showtime, and it's on Thursdays. Uh, That's tonight. Tonight. Right. So oh boy! Everybody. Tune in. Oh, okay. I'm going to watch that. The second one. So I'll record it for you guys. Yeah, that'd be okay. great. So it, there's two. Uh, there's two groups. There's a triad, and I and I and explain what that is. A triad is uh, three people in a. Uh, these people are in a live-in relationship. And I think they're in Northern California. I forget the location. But anyway, there's Doesn't matter. two women and a man. Mm -hmm. And in the first episode, um, they were the, the, uh, the wife. It's a married couple that has a third uh, who is a woman. The wife is starting to date another man. So there, it, there's always some conflict and drama. So drama you know, and jealousy. Jealousy, dealing yep. with it. But, it's okay, but it was okay. So in other words, what Dr. Sasha was saying, all this has to be worked out prior to it. But they worked it out, yeah. supposedly, yeah. or allegedly worked it out. Well, in our groups, we, we welcome jealousy because it's a wonderful chance to op, to, uh, for a person to examine, are they putting themselves in negative hierarchy, putting themselves down relative to somebody else? And if so, we give them immediately... Uh, reprogram them uh, so that they can uh, feel good about themselves but I would like to continue sort of the uh, the sequence of what we're doing when we touch a person intervaginally uh, with our mouse on, on her clitoris and uh, we ask her to free associate a trauma if there's something that's made her clench up and feel uncomfortable there she re emotes she says to whoever is causing her the discomfort whatever it was really been in in her all those years if it's been there for a while time or recently until she feels good about having expressed herself then we do an accommodation process what would you have liked to have happened if you were going to rewrite the script then we do a psychodrama and enact that then we move our fingers back and forth from the place where the trauma was remembered to the place where she felt good until by stimulus generalization she feels wonderful inside and we do that for the entire inner vagina and and then we so once let me ask you a question so once this vagina is is let go the the, the lips are, tw are twittering uh, away well, she's very excited now 
Oh, you're saying, well, I, we, I would wait, imagine. We don't even begin to get to that space. That's what I was just going to uh, say. Until we have uh, done this thorough, thorough massage. Again, it wants to talk. Yeah, I wanted to slow it down a little bit uh, because I'm getting excited. These two people yeah. have questions. But well, also, well, I'm asking questions Renegade for the audience. Nation. Yeah, for the audience. Right? Yeah, Renegade Nation wants to know all these details, so we have right. to go a little bit slower. And that's why I'm asking the questions about this female. Once you get into the vagina and you do the massage, and she gets excited and she lets go of the drama, and all of a sudden she starts having these feelings of ecstasy. Is that is that about right? Not exactly, because you set. You have to understand that we've set it up by massaging uh, the internal parts of the clitoris. Are we talking the clitoris or the G-spot? or both? The, the clitoris is a large trifurcated organ with an inch and a half up to the pubic bone and then almost two inches down each leg. All you see is the tip of it. So before we ever enter the vagina with our fingers, we are massaging the gracilis muscle where the origin of the gracilis articulates with the, the uh, clitoris is bifurcated ends and we go right in above the pubic bone and massage the abdominus rectus so the entire clitoris is now st uh, stimulated and the hood pulls back see, at I the same time I, I can see Marla's going up and down at, right now at the same time this is very important we rub our fingers back and forth uh, uh, on the uh, insulation of the tube it's called the urethral uh, sponge and we push a hormone into the urethra where it what goes hormone? up into oh, the oh, urinary what, bladder. What hormone? The, the hormone is exactly <laughs> the same chemical composition as prostatic fluid. It's an alkaline substance that when you touch the litmus paper to it, it turns blue. And so that the, the so paper? that yeah, you, that's the test of whether. So if you don't interfere, urine is ordinarily acidic and touches and makes litmus paper red. When you've milked the a urethral sponge, as I'm saying, you do in the in the stroking after you've gone past the abreactive catharsis, then the <laughs> content of the urinary bladder turns to clear or milky, and and is no longer yellow, and it turns litmus paper blue. And if you keep rubbing, she'll feel like she needs to urinate. But if you persist, she'll squirt out this That's delicious liquid. Absolutely do, wonderful. Do, do, okay, and have a simultaneous. A of, okay, okay Doctor Sasha, I do a lot of stroking myself. Now, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Now, on, on this, on, they, there's a lot of talk about this um, shooting out of the... Of the yeah, um, can I say one thing, yeah, Rich? Go, go okay. ahead, Marlon. Now, does this substance, look, it looks different than urine? Is it creamy? Is it yes, white? Yes, it's, it's clear or milky. Chicken and it's not, the, it's not from Bartolin's glands. It's, it's been documented by Gary Schubach in Stanford uh, <laughs> University where they uh, put little cameras up people and then they analyze what myself. came out. Sweetheart, people don't know all these terms. No, no. So well, let's well, down. Well, hold on, hold on. Let let's get into questions. squirting. A lot of pe lot of people say well, that they can squirt. A lot of female. Well, hold on, Marla. I'm asking. God damn it. You know, you need to stay at the doctors. <laughs> the question is, a lot of people are talking about this squirting. They, yes. A lot of people say they can squirt. These females can squirt. Sure. Is that true, or is they just are they just no? It's shit? absolutely true. You're going to get six to eight. Um, cubic centimeters you get lots and lots of like a glass and a half of this clear and milky liquid and the man, the mm -hmm. person doing the the giving the stroking tastes some and gives some for the woman to taste it tastes sweet and it's delicious it's known as the fountain of youth Ponce de Leon was looking in the wrong place it ain't in Florida it was, it's it was between the, the woman's leg you it, right. was up, it was up the pussy right on. it was hiding right in front of him <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, so the basically the, basically the woman squirts after she feels uh, relaxed and the trauma is cleared. If the woman is not able to ejaculate, there's usually some kind of uh, psycho-emotional trauma. 
So that's what we're working on. We're slowing this down. So there are some people that do the dog and pony type. Yeah, there's a lot of people. That, that's what I'm saying. The dog and pony squirt show little, that they can yeah. you can just touch a pussy. You know, next thing right. you know, you're squirting all over the place and you can't control it. Yeah, we're not talking about that. We're not going to put a pressure on the woman to squirt or not squirt. It's not about the man being able to give her an ejaculatory orgasm. This comes naturally when a woman is relaxed and feels comfortable and feels loved. So it's a training nurtured. program, basically, yes. to get the woman to relax right. after all of the trauma that she's been through her whole life and finally can enjoy right. sex. And, and, right. and, you know, and so it's the, it's the giver's uh, responsibility to put a uh, towel underneath her, and if he doesn't, he has to sleep in the wet spot. I, I, would, th <laughs> I would think there'd be thousands of people signing up for this. Well, there, there are. There, this, is, this is Tantra, and to take it into polyamory, then you learn how to do this in your group. Okay, so you start with Tantra, and you explain that, and then go into a polyamory situation where you're sharing each other. Yeah, right. but, but the whole thing is to really use the intimacy uh, of the situation to go deep and not just share intellectually or not just share just physically, but to let our souls connect, to synergize. If you see this movie by my colleague who did the conference with us, uh, Kamala Devi, you'll get a sense of what it's like to live in a polyamorous um, group where everybody is your lover. Okay, Marla has a question. A movie? What is it called? It's a television can, series. Okay. Let me finish talking about okay. that. It's called Polyamory Married and Dating. It's on Showtime. It's on Thursdays. And the foursome was from San Diego and that's Kamala Devi and Michael McClure and their partners Tall and what was the last name? Anyway, it, it's two men and two women. And in this that's show, good. And in the show, they move and they're in lovers. together. So there's 11 and, all together. Well, there's 11? You're cutting to the chase. What I'm trying to say Yeah, is, I need to hear the, all the details Yeah, here. let me hear yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, okay? no, tell yeah. me, Janet. I, the Renegade Nation wants to hear all these details. So, they love it. So on the first episode, they had the drama about you know, coming out and inviting the, the couple A was inviting couple B to come live with them. So... This was a very quick show. It's a half hour. You, you got to pay attention. You know, just don't blink. And they're going to do seven weeks. And eventually they get into uh, Kamala Devi and Mike McClure have a 10-person polypod. So the foursome <laughs> expands. A polypod renegade nation. A polypod. Polypod. I'm going to start a poly. How do I join this polypod, by well, the way? Well, that's how they're going to show yummy, how to yummy. expand it from four people to ten. So they want more more different people involved in the poly. Right. Well, it's very natural polypod. organic for them. And since they It's organic open, for me, too. Constancy and variety. Constancy and variety equal the best, yes. And since I they agree. were open to... Um, the communication and, and to not being jealous and to expressing fully when they did have negative emotions and uh, they had the policies like uh, uh, condom commitments and safe sex and how to clear it. Yeah, let's get into, wait, 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 let's get into the condom thing. Do you have to wear condoms at, at your uh, conference? Each uh, person it's makes different. their decisions oh, okay. and decides what's right for them. Okay, so there's no rule, fast rule that you have to wear a condom. We uh, emphasize that people Whatever. have totally safe sex, that they talk to each other about what's going on. What, what Janet and I would do before we relate to anybody is uh, have complete checkouts with the doctor, and we are fluid bonded. We well, we're out, Marla. And so it just... <laughs> It just depends <laughs> That's on what, you guys what read, huh? I get disease. The whole <laughs> load of it is to be adults 
to talk about it, to, to be mature, to be mature, and to say I have herpes or I don't, or I had sexual yeah. diseases or I don't, or whatever. Absolutely, I always went for the honesty. Well, do part people of it go like, show me your paper? Absolutely, well, show me your papers. Yeah. Like what we recommend yeah. is that people all I mean, go in together to the doctor and go through the test together yeah. and look at each other's results. Absolutely. Right. So you go as uh, the, uh, the two couples would go together, so you see it all up front, mm -hmm. right then and That's there. That's right. That's right. And so when the doctor says, "What are you doing?" said, "We're in a polyamorous relationship, and we're." Sharing each That's other's right. You go. You go. To, uh, there oh, are okay. a number of alternative doctors. Oh, there's that alternative don't shame doctors. Okay. Because uh, if your lifestyle is different than uh, the, the norm. Okay. So the whole they... idea is that people are now choosing to create the family, a, a monogamous family, or being celibate's okay too. What's really important. What we're teaching is that people can choose. Okay, so, right. Janet, you have the last word, then we're going to take a break. Well, I just wanted to say, and then at our conference, we had uh, bisexual and gay and lesbian. We had a couple transgendered people there. Oh, Mark and, would like them. And uh, so people get, and we had a cross-dresser. It was really oh, yeah. fun. It was just, everybody was real and authentic with each Were other. Were there drugs just and booze? Just a sweet transvestite. No, Harvin doesn't allow booze or drugs. No, we wouldn't be allowed in there, That might be at a swing club. But anyway. <laughs> oh, well. Because Harvin is actually a, a meditation center. So you mean I couldn't sneak outside and drink a six-pack you know and smoke what? a joint? Oh, He's so no. fat. Do you think you could ever get, you. ever get rich to meditate? It would be amazing. I'm, I'm meditating right now. You don't. Uh, that, you know, <laughs> that, that's like Harbin's a... rules. But obviously, that uh, don't a, pay a, a nice glass of champagne or wine would enhance this oh. experience. No, if that you would do be. It I would just it run would the give my, Rich a headache. I would, I, I would just run to my car with my uh, six pack of Budweiser and my joint, and come back and my Viagra. Yeah. Anyway, right. Renegade Nation, we're going to take a break. We had enough talk about this. But uh, wait a minute, hold on. Yes, Marla. I just want to hear about how. No, no, no. We're gonna. I'm gonna say something else. But you want to hear about it? Go ahead. The, the jealousy thing. I'm really interested in. Oh, it's so great. So one of the most important things is: Are you putting yourself down if you're saying so and so is richer or or, or, or younger, or whatever? <laughs> then it really has to do with how you feel about how much money you have and 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 your your age. And so it's merely ways to. You just need to reprogram yourself, which a competent therapist can do very very quickly. And, uh, and and then you join the phone. What we we practice is something called compersion. We meditate on the joy that those we love are having, and uh, we assist if if our lover is, is getting it on with somebody. We uh, add our our energy and uh, assist the process and see if we can heighten their. Uh, the experience. Okay, so what we're going to do, Renegade Nation, we're going to make this on a continuing basis every Thursday about polyamory and the type of uh, sexual uh, needs that you may need. And also we'll be talking uh, about extraterrestrials and where all this fits in with the polyamorist. And also we're going to be talking about the London Olympics coming up. Yes, yes anything? I just was going to say, of course. let's get it on. <laughs> okay, we're going to get it on. We're going to take a break because I need a break. I need you to go to the bathroom. Renegade Nation, you're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact. My name is Rich, along with Marla and, of course, Sasha and Janet. We'll be right back. <laughs> Freedoms being destroyed. Like free speech. Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. We're back. Renegade Talk.fm in Maui. My name is Richie along with Marla, the ever drop dead fucking gorgeous hunk of a model she is. Hunk. You're listening to <laughs> Extra Terrestrial <laughs> Contact. 
the portal Listen to here. the cosmos. Man right? with the junk. Uh, man with the junk. And of course, we got Dr. <laughs> Sasha. Hi, doctor. Aloha. And Janet, the portal Aloha. to the cosmos. And we're all going to the portal of the cosmos. Terrestrial contact. We're yep. taking off. Where's Elron when you need him? <laughs> You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos. Elron Hubbard will be hovering over the islands of Maui. What's wrong? Yeah, you have a problem? No, I don't have a problem. But it sounds staticky. Oh, no, it's okay, Marla. Okay. It's your it's your head that's staticky. Yes. Anyway, it must be Renegade Nation. Elron Hubbard will be in my uh, studio blowjob uh, on Saturday studio evening. Studio B. Studio B at eight o'clock. He'll be hanging out. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, a lot of discussions, and a lot of things that have to be ironed out. I invited Dr. Sasha to come, and he uh, agreed to come over and talk to uh, um, L. Ron. What do you think about that? Uh, uh, we're happy to talk to, to and about L. Ron and who, what he represents. He even said that if, we, uh, if we're nice to him, we, he would take us on a space ride. Way cool. Yeah, and his, his uh, Scientology <laughs> spacecraft. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Scientologists uh, got hold of the true history of humanity to some degree which they keep a secret yeah what is uh, the secret anyway the secret is that earth was settled by extraterrestrials from a military dictatorship and they had terrible murderous relationships among themselves and they got humans to murder each other and to this day some of these ets namely allah and yahweh that's what elron said get their minions to kill each other or uh, kill each other's uh, normal citizens for the supposed gods but so, they ain't gods they're right. people so the book Dianetics it was that was a fictional book it's based on uh, some truths about the ET settlement uh, um, that we grew out of when our genes and the genes uh, of these ETs were fixed together to make a slave race. That's who we are. Yeah, we're slaves. We know. Well, I understand that part, but the Scientology part was based on a work of fiction. But you're saying there was. Some I don't fact. know enough about Scientology okay. to be able to respond. Nobody to knows enough about Scientology unless well, you're in it. All you got to do is read Dianetics. Anyway, coming coming up uh, in a few <laughs> weeks, I think it's next week, uh, is the London Olympics, and I think uh, Dr. Sasha and Janet had a, had a few uh, words to say about the Olympics that are coming up. One of the, the, the rumors circulating in the um, ET realm is that this is going to be what's called a false flag event, and they're going to do another 911 on us and create an episode where they can um, basically how they operate is we create a problem, so we're going to blow up people or do something major like 911. We blew up. Do you think they would people. actually do that to control us? Do you think Absolutely. they would actually they do, do that? The evidence is overwhelming really? that 911 was an inside job. Absolutely. And uh, that a missile hit the Pentagon in an in area specially prepared. Yeah. There was no it was no airplane. That Building 7 was detonated. That firemen and policemen and people in the Twin Towers could uh, hear the explosions going off. That the remains that would prove what happened were quickly taken away. And that our missile defense was taken down. Okay, well, getting, yeah. getting back to the London Olympics, I'm really looking forward to seeing the swimmers. Oh, you, you are, are you? <laughs> yeah, I like swimmers. That's news to me. I thought you'd go after the female gymnastics. Well, that too. I like them, those two. But anyway, um, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't want I don't want to be let down. Am I? What do I do if I if they do this and I'm let down and I get all upset? 
talking about? I mean, if they do something nasty like like Janet's saying. I'm yeah. sure the people that were in the Twin Towers were let down. <laughs> yeah, they were let <laughs> they down. Were right. No, I'm talking about the London Olympics, and that which is next week. We don't know. Well, they, okay. they know. They have an no idea see. what's going well, on. I'm just saying that they, they, I have my, my sources can, over yeah. there in the UK are saying they think that something's coming down. They got missiles aimed all over. Well, they have the that tape. on TV. Yeah, they they have it on the ostrich yeah. media. That yeah, yeah, they have all so, the missiles and armies. And they sent in like. 20,000 more or something like right. that. So, yeah. the, you know, she, the one lady said, this is in the Bible, they call it Gog and Magog, you know. But isn't this, about, oh, Janet, isn't this supposed to be like, like, it's like, uh, to be, Dr. Sasha said, we're all supposed to come together as one and be happy? It's all ritual. It's all satanic ritual. And that's what the L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology was mm-hmm. about. Well, they gave Talking a, about uh-huh. eyes wide shut. And, and, and so all these things are built into it. They, uh, what these people are saying that this is a um, specific uh, date and time that's uh, on purpose, just like 911 was a certain date. What are the dates of the Olympics? I'm kind of out of. Uh, July 27th, July I think. July 27th. Anyway, uh, we don't know. I just wanted to mention that in case it happens. You heard it first here. Okay, right. right. So, so the descendants of the uh, ETs who rule today uh, as the head of every hierarchy on this planet Mm -hmm. play both sides against the middle always and they obscure the fact that the people who are Muslims and people that are Jews and people that are Christians are really the same people but they've been deliberately divided and conquered. Yahweh bombed Marduk's launch tower, that's the Babel Tower of Babel, and made sure that it was divide and conquer, divide and conquer, and never realize that those at the top are always ripping us off, and we're slaves to this day, albeit financial slaves now, and we, if we wise up to the fact that we are all one and we're being exploited by this murderous hierarchy, uh, we can stop doing it. Nullity is the basic human sanction. Stop participating. Well, I have a question there, Dr. Sasha. Why are they having the Olympics then if it's such a murderous society? Oh, it's got the other, absolutely other side. People love the stimulation of athletic, uh, bringing out the very best art, uh, athletics, trade, making love with people from other cultures. That we're, that's what we naturally do. Those are wonderful things. That's we why they gave don't out have to kill each other. That's why they gave out 150,000 condoms when they landed. And make right. love, make yeah. love instead of war. So it's got the it's got the possibility of a wonderful celebration of our common humanity, and also the danger that uh, those who are trying to control things can create an incident that will spoil it. I hope that doesn't happen. Well, I'm really I called on Enki for help. Enki saves. <laughs> okay, so Janet, you, so you'd agree? Would you agree with all that? Would you agree that that's something could happen to to just disable us even further than we well, already are? Well, what better time than when we are coming together as as a world? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it, that's why uh, they think it's so relevant that there, there's a strong possibility that something will ha- happen at this time. The incidents are staged. Uh, Roosevelt, for example, knew Yamamoto was coming and his uh, he fired his Secretary of the Navy who wanted to put the fleet in and defensive position. And this is World War II at Bar Harbor. And yes. so that our uh, people that were just sitting there in the boats got killed. It was a big enough incident that Roosevelt wanted so that he could cl- declare war on Japan and Germany would declare on us yeah. and we would save England from the uh, Germans. And it's the same thing with nine it was staged so that Mr. Bush and Cheney and the people they worked for could take away our civil liberties and bomb Iraq and take the oil and the true history of humanity that was hidden in the museums of Iraq. 
when when I worked at, uh, on Johnson Atoll, we used to have um, military exercises where we would have planes come in from Honolulu. So it was 800 miles, and it only took um, eight minutes for one of the jets to go 800 miles. So that was from uh, you know the the call to scramble to get there, and we timed it. We used to have a clock. So when they said it took a half an hour to come in and you know go around the Twin Towers, I, I just immediately said, oh, bullshit, I know it takes yeah. eight minutes. So, and also, they do not allow planes to fly over exactly. major areas. Yeah. So how is this plane getting over Washington and New York? And there were 67 stops the month before. Every, everybody in government knew. People were warned not to go in the Twin Towers and to stay away from the Pentagon. People absolutely knew what was going Rumsford Cheney and Bush were part of the group murder. And this was a thing that was put on by a combination of the, of the Mossad and the CIA so that our civil liberties could be suspended. Bush let his Saudi friends, incidentally, he owns some of the oil company with the Saudis, and including <laughs> the relatives of bin Laden, fly out of the country. The FBI had had the uh, passports of the so-called hijackers and Mohammed Atta the head of them supposedly left his Koran so the FBI could could find it. Uh, <laughs> building 7 was detonated and the gold that was hidden under there was taken out and the person was right. killed who had been with the mural building and knew that the Bureau of, uh, of uh, Alcohol and Firearms was behind the mining of the, uh, uh, w with explosives of these so buildings. There's, there's been a lot of talk about conspiracy uh, a lot of conspiracy radio out there about 9-11. This book is called The Inside Job, Unmasking the 9-11 Conspiracy by Jim Mars. Uh, you can probably get the at uh, Amazon, uh, Jim Mars, best-selling author of Crossfire and Rule by Secrecy. This sobering book is a virtual reading for every American patriot. This is where yes. a lot of yeah. disinformation yeah. that you're talking about is coming. Oh, yeah, Mars yeah. is is a, an investigative uh, reporter who knows about buildings. They took away the uh, detritus from the building, uh, falling as quick as possible, and wouldn't let anyone examine it. There were way, way many people what? that took pictures, that saw what was going on, that does, don't fall for this bullshit. And they're still bullshitting There's us. Fall, they're still yes. bullshitting. They the are. average American doesn't want to realize that his leader murdered all these people so that hey. it would be an excuse to take away their yeah. civil yeah. liberties. Yeah. Yes, what little yes, we have okay. left. Uh, okay, hold on there. Every president does. It, they cause a war. It, right. It's done over and, and over, over and over. And over. Yeah. I'll just uh, to make it into yeah, a, and a quadruple. Anyway. So, so many people in the buildings around heard the explosions the, going on. The, fire, the firemen heard that. The no, also people, yeah. also rich. There yes, Marla. People, they got the telephone records and heard them talking about the fact they heard these different explosions going off because a plane hitting a building it will not make it implode. Right. Explosives will make it. Anyway, implode. talking about this author, if you want to find out and read about more, Jim Morris is an award-winning veteran Texas journalist whose books Crossfire, The Plot That Killed Kennedy, Carol Graff, and Rule by Secrecy, Harper Collins, 2002, reached the uh, New York. Times bestseller list. Crossfire has sold 1.5 million copies since 1990, and its theories and findings are were featured in Oliver Stone's movie JFK, uh, The Alien Agenda. Uh, that's Harper Paperbacks 1997 is Jim Mars' comprehensive uh, journalistic account of the ET phenomena. And Mars uh, started out with the Fort Worth Star-Telegram and owned several newspapers before becoming an independent writer. So it gives a yeah. lot of credibility to Mr. Mars. Also, um 
Bob in Philadelphia. Bob in Philadelphia. Bob in Philadelphia. He's really into Jesse Ventura yeah. conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. Well, they're, they're, they're shutting him down all the time. It looks like it. Yeah, they're shutting the him down. The other thing is, down. what was the name of that documentary? It was two hours long, and it talked about... NPR. No, it wasn't called NPR. <laughs> it was on NPR. No. Which one is it? It was a video. You're supposed to remember this. I don't right now. I know. Well, I, I can't read your mind. I, you, when Al Ron's going to give me that Do you remember talent? watching it? It was two hours. No, and I it don't. Went, <laughs> it went back to and explained all the different religions, how they were formed, mm. uh, and how every president, they went all the way back. And see, Sasha's nodding his head yes. Okay, yeah, Sasha, what is it? it? Sasha. All the religions come down to the worship of these false gods. And when most of these so-called gods, the ETs, left the planet in 2025 B.C., a few of them stayed. A guy named Nanar, who had his home on the moon, came back and became Allah. And uh, and uh, uh, Yahweh, uh, Enlil, uh, and his son Adad, uh, stayed and, and Anana st- or Aphrodite stayed, and they are pitting ag- against each other. They're continually fighting, and they finally, what happened is that the good guy, Enki, who really loves humanity, uh, had a son, you know, named Jesus, and uh, basically. Uh, there has been attempts to save humanity from uh, the ever the war, the war, the war. Which so is now, what I, these people I have a question here, Doctor Sasha. Am I an Enki person? I'm an Enki yet. Thank you, Janet. Those who Thank feel you, the oneness of humanity and can feel that in their heart are following the path of Enki, which is the path of loving oneness. Mm-hmm. We don't have to kill each other and we don't have to have the hierarchy, the greed, and the put down of women. These so-called gods just were so afraid of the wisdom of women that they cut themselves off from it entirely. Wow. You, I know you guys haven't been listening to the news lately, but over in Syria, some horrific stuff has been going on. It's really bad over there. Yeah. They're killing every, they, they, But they've been doing that for thousands of years. There's nothing new that. over there. No, there was something. A what is new, new over things there? things that happened. What, was what is the that? new thing? I'm, I can't be specific because I don't want to tell anything wrong, but just watching the news past few days there's been a lot of um, yeah. killing there's a lot of killing, killing of women killing of women killing of everybody over yeah. there they don't care anyway so um, so the London Olympics yeah, I mean well, basically they keep us in problems reactions and solutions and every time there's a problem like uh, 911 or they're gonna whatever they're gonna do with the Olympics they can put in stronger roles and, gar- and guides and more and more control, and we lose more civil liberties, we lose more rights, and, the, and we agree to do, to it, do it. We agree to these roles because we want to be protected from... From what? Whatever. <laughs> from yeah, what, from, from the, the what enemy, being, the great enemy. From the, always the, they, keep on saying, wait, they keep on saying there's this great enemy out there that can kill right. us all, yes. and they, we need to be protected. It, they we never we, had that problem before. It's the O-bomb. Divide and conquer. Yeah. Divide yeah, and conquer. So we went through the airport. I went through how many times? I got radiated. To, you know, they they don't even let little kids go through. What is in that? And and we have agreed to I, uh, do this because we want to be protected from whatever. And then they found the terrorist <laughs> that had a bomb up his bum. So from now on, whenever you go through San Francisco, <laughs> bend over. Bend over. And, and well, I always said years ago that you should eat a lot of cabbage, uh, <laughs> eat some uh, Taco Bell, and then when you go in there. There, and they say bend over, you're gonna have this big fart come out and right in their face, and then they'll know that there's nothing up there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I always, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Oh, you do. And, t- and also, don't oh, take. That's a, right. And that's also, right. don't do not take a bath for a week. Yes. Yeah, just be a, a, a fucking stink pot and pile have really shit. gross dreadlocks. Yeah, girl, yeah, gross with a beard you haven't shaved, half yeah. of it shaved off. Yeah. The reality is, is we have teleportation systems where we wouldn't have to do this. That's and what our Bob said. our government will not let us have the technologies out. Oh, they eventually will. Destroying our planet because all this jet setting and cars and Or if we look pollution. at the deep needs of all the poor people of the world and address those needs instead of spending our wealth on armaments, we could feed everybody. There's studies of the uh, Munich terrorists that killed all the Israeli that was in uh, 70, athletes. That, no, no, well, that was in 72. Uh, those who, uh, this, the follow-up studies show those that got married and had families were no longer interested in being uh, um, terrorists. So get a job, get a wife, get a family, and you'll get a peaceful planet. Thank you, yes. Dr. Sasha. Thank you. Okay, anything else we need to discuss here as we have solved all the world's problems and Renegade Nation? I know you know that now. Um, we're so happy that Dr. Sasha and Janet are back. And next week, we're going to be talking more about polyamory and Tantra. We're going to be getting more into Tantra so you can really understand what you need to do to that female or to that male to make them feel even better. Oh, yeah, that's than, right. Than they, we they, didn't talk about the men. We'd love Maybe to share Janet. that. Yeah, they're going to share that. We'll Janet. share that. Well, that tradition comes from the ETs and comes right into modern times where we and, and we're gonna sh- it. And we're going to share that next week about uh, Tantra. And oh, yes, I just want to say that the gods were polyamorous and they were tantric. So uh, this all ties in. They seem like different things, but ETs, gods... Contra, Sounds like a winner to me. part of the same thing. Okay, Renegade Nation. part of everything. Renegade Nation, we're out of here. You guys have a great day. Marla, you have a great day. Always. Dr. Sasha, always a pleasure. And, of course, Janet. Our pleasure. Okay. Aloha. to the cosmos. Extraterrestrial contact. You're listening to Extraterrestrial Contact, the portal to the cosmos.